Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. So, kids, what have we been learning about in Kids Rock in the Loft? What? Who got what? Who got last? What? Who got first? Loft? Any, any takers? Lauren? Have you been listening at all? Come on. Help me out here. What have we been talking about? Anything? What? Fasting and what? Prayer. Thank you. They have been listening. Well, Miss Jamie and Miss Carla were listening, I guess, right? No, I know they're listening because God has been touching these kids. I mean... I am so humbled and so blessed to get to work with such amazing kids. Um, you know, we've been talking about fasting, praying, putting God first, um, and we've been teaching them, but Miss Krista has been learning some things. By teaching them, God just speaks to my heart and my life so much. I am so amazed that these little ones, not just the teens, you know, we've challenged them to fast and pray because if you're just starving yourself and you're not praying, what's the point? You're just really starving yourself, right? So fasting and praying, they go together, right? Um, And you said yesterday, our awesome pastor of 47 years has so much wisdom. Thank you. He said yesterday, we can preach, we can teach, but prayer is the key. That is the key to a powerful church. And that's why we are teaching kids. You're probably, maybe you're sitting there thinking, I am so tired of them talking about fasting. Well, I don't really like fasting either, but I actually kind of like it now because God is doing so much in me. And I'm like, this is what my awesome pastor has been talking about all these years. Like he knows. That's why he calls a fast the first of the year, that corporate fast, you know. And, and us leaders have had texts going and we've been talking about how God can do so many things and how we're not disciplining ourselves to fast and pray and seek him. Like what have we been doing? That, if that is key, why don't we do it? I don't know, because I'm lazo. That's actually what it is, right? I mean, I love my cozy pillow in my bed. I don't want to get out of bed at 4 a.m. I don't want to not have a steak. I love meat. I'm a meat eater. (laughs) And I'm telling you what, yes, my brother, we love meat. It was so hard to not have Chick-fil-A when I went to the city that one day. I'm like, "Ah, I want a chicken. But... But yes, there's so many good things God put on the earth, right? And so many amazing people to prepare those foods and make for us. But guess what? I love God more than chicken. I love God more than that taco I wanted to eat with all that yummy meat. Um, And, you know, so as we've been challenging these kids, you know, I've I've talked to myself a lot and God has just really done so much in me. And, And I always say this, I'm ashamed at 44 years old, I'm learning this, Pastor. At 44, I'm realizing if I surrender myself if I pull back from the table, the table of eating food, God can do something. And I'm like, why God? Why has it taken me 44 years to realize that if I surrender everything and lay it all down to you, why have I not understood this now? Guys, I, I, I talked to Mr. Dan the other day at prayer and he was talking about how God, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing, I'm sure he doesn't because God's awesome and God's doing something in his life. I don't know where he's, he's at. Mr. Dan, where are you? There you are. There's my bro back there. Um, but we were talking about, he's like, man, I've tapped into this, something about this, my relationship with God. And I thought, dude, same here. Like I've tapped into something that I didn't know before. I'm like, God, you are so awesome. I'm like, whoa. Okay. And I'm not standing up here saying, okay, cause I know I'm going to cry. I'm, I'm pulling a Trent. Mr. 
Pastor Trent, I got you, bro. Um, I, 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 Trent cries all the time. And I'm like, dude, it's okay. I cry, but I'm a girl and he's a guy and he doesn't like to cry. And I'm like, man, I love that. He's got such a sensitive spirit. Just like our sweet Lauren Pulley. I love it. People say she's sensitive, but no, she's got the power of God on the inside of that little girl. And all you teenagers, I love getting to, we, we may not have big numbers, but I love getting to spend time with these kids. And half the time, I don't even know their lingo. Pastor, we're getting old. We're, we're old, you know? We don't know that, but these kids need us for our wisdom. And I'm not saying I'm smart or anything, but I've tapped into something because I've surrendered to God. And haven't you learned that in the 47 years? If you give it all to God, you couldn't do what you do without that, could you? There's no way. So we can learn some stuff from the old guy, the old girl up here talking. You can learn some stuff from us, guys. And I say, I tell the kids all the time, like, guys, I don't know your lingo. I try to be cool and say this and that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just me, right? And that's all I can be because God's called me to be Carissa, not some fancy speaker because there ain't nothing fancy about me. But, um, but I've really realized that, listen, okay, God's come, brought me here today to give you guys a word. Can you believe it? On Family Experience Sunday, God's got a word for you guys. So, um, God is not going to do, I thought you were going to take my message because like that's when God's speaking when like they're up here and I'm like, wait, I was going to say that. It's confirmation that God's speaking to somebody here. You walked in that church and you didn't realize today when you walk out, your life's going to be totally different. If you can learn to surrender and that is key and that is surrendering your flesh when you want that steak or you want to go on that date, teenagers, hey, I've had to give it up. I get it, right? When you want to go out with that guy that God's saying, "Mm mm-mm. That may be good, but girl, I got something way better. Dude, bro, I got something way better for you. You just wait till I pull that curtain back and see. And and I'm getting little glimpses, Pastor, of that curtain being pulled back. And God is so totally awesome. I'm like, God, you... God, you're, you got that for me. And I kept, I, I just, I'm always real with you guys, but I want to tell you through this fast, it's not because, it's not because I'm like chilling. Yeah, I'm fasting. I'm praying. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I told everybody at work. Yeah, I'm not eating. I'm being holy this week. No, it's like, God, I'm dying here. God, please do something. And then I get a text last week and I call my friends and I'm crying out. And it was something in my heart I didn't even know. And I shared with my friends and you made me. I didn't even know. And she's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, ah! I come into work one day and Dwayne's like, do you need to hug Chrissy? You know, sweet Dwayne. And I'm like, ah! and I start crying. He's like, oh, I just wondered if you needed a hug. But <laughs> he's so cool. So then he heard my whole life story. And then I'm like, okay, Dwayne, really fast. And long story short, this is what happened. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> but God puts people in our life like that because I would never said anything. I would have kept that in. But the thing is, is going through that, it's been painful. So I was, you guys know I'm waiting for a husband. I'll be waiting longer because I've talked to God and I'm like, God, I don't want that. God, you are my true love. I'm reading a book. It says get lost. And it says on the front cover, and I don't read just so you know, I don't read except the Bible because that's what I got to do to survive. But I'm reading this book and God, Sarah's like, how did you find that? I'm like, I don't know. God just was going through how to date a good guy and all these books. And I grabbed the get lost out and the front cover says, how to find your one true love. So everybody looks at the cover and they go, oh, she's looking for a husband. No, I want to find my one true love. And that is the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus in the inside of me. So don't be asking me if I want to hook me up with somebody because I ain't going on a date. I'm dating Jesus. That's what I'm doing. And I am trusting in him and honoring him because I've realized he is what I need. I've been wanting some dude to, to sweep me away, some millionaire. He 
owns the cattle on a thousand hills, right? He owns that and he loves me. He created me for a purpose. So I ain't up here saying I'm all great because I'm fasting and praying because a lot of you guys suffer too. You're going through stuff. We suffered, Luke, didn't we? There are things, man, when we wanted a soda, we wanted this, we wanted that. And you said something yesterday. The words you speak, Pastor, are powerful. You may just think, and you, that day I got that text and I called all my friends and I was crying out to God. You had, you had prayed. She prayed something over me. She didn't even know it was that powerful. Pastor, the things that you two say over the years in my life, you don't even know how, you, I know you know you're anointed, but you don't know that those words that you speak have been so effective in my life. And those times where I'm like, God, I'm, I'm really dying here. Why this? Why that? I don't have to ask why, because he is my true love. He is my God. That's all I need. I don't need anything else. And he has showed me with that that yes, that no hesitations, just the yes, when you step out, it is so unimaginable, the things he can do. But I was so holding back, so I was holding on to that. So instead of me, I was holding on, some of us are holding on to that weight. Like, like I gotta wait for this, or maybe that weight that something is on your shoulders, you're holding on to it and you need to give it over to God today. Believe me, I'm not preaching to you like saying this is what you need to do, because this is what I gotta be doing. God has really got onto me. and I'm. And I'm telling you, he loves us and wants the best for us. You said that earlier. He doesn't want to harm us. He loves us. He's just saying, come to me, my sweet child. That's what he's saying. Um, and so there, there's a lot of, so I've been through some painful stuff this fast. And I've been crying thinking, God, this is, this is terrible that some things happened in my life. But, and my brother said, Krista, you really think God allowed this to happen? And you know, Luke, 100% God allowed that to happen in my life because I couldn't do it myself. I couldn't do it without him. And so I've pushed myself through the pain. And I said, I'm going to, what do they say? Put your big girl pants on and pull them up. I am going to do this. And I am going to walk through this because I know I'm fasting. And I know the enemy wants me dead. Kids, what does the enemy love to do? He wants that. We teach them that. We got to be real. The, the enemy hates you. He hates the things of God. He is, fasting is one of the hardest times of your life, isn't it? Because you're sacrificing, you're giving up, you're surrendering to God, and the enemy knows how powerful it can be. Why would we think we wouldn't be challenged when Jesus was? What, what happened? Jesus, right, when he come out of that fast, what did the devil do? Oh, here, let me tell you some things. And that's exactly what the enemy wants to do. The enemy can come and say, Krista, you should have chose that because now you're going to be single. You're not going to have no millionaire husband. You should have chose that. No, no, no. Because God's saying, Krista, I'm pushing you to a place where nobody else is going. Nobody has to know, but I'm pushing you. You are dancing into the next Carissa. And that's exactly what she told me that day. And she didn't even know that I got a text. She didn't even know that I had the most horror. I walk in her office and I start crying. She's like, okay, tell me. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's how I do. I don't want to talk about it. And then I, you know, tell you my life story. But, um, but anyway, through that pain. So maybe somebody here is going through pain. It's hard, yes. It's not easy serving God. It's not easy being a Christian. But there's a lot of pain, doubt, fear, the things that we go through in life. And we're so clouded by all those life circumstances. And at 44, I'm saying, okay, God, I surrender once again and I give it to you. And you said this at prayer yesterday. Don't, or the guy on the thing, the pastor said, don't go back. Maybe you've been fasting for something you've been praying. Maybe you haven't, it hasn't came to fruition in your life from that fasting and from that praying, but it will come. So don't go back to that. So I'm not looking back. I'm going this way, guys. I don't know about you, but I am. And so get rid of all the distractions. Why, why do we fast and pray, guys? The very first week I taught about fasting and praying was what? 
to clear our minds, to clear our distractions, to have that connection with God. And I've tapped into that. I'm thinking, I'm teaching these kids, but man, Holy Spirit, you're doing a work in me. I'm like, I love this. I love the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, use me, work in me. Um, and so I've been journaling some things lately. I, um, so the day that happened, I thought, okay, Christy, my best friends, all my best friends, I love you guys, um, sends me a text day one. This is a fresh start. And then the next one's at day two, and they keep sending me encouraging messages and things like that. And I'm like, I'm amazed when I keep looking back and saying, God, a month ago, before I started this fast, I would have not thought I've been where I'm at right now at this moment, standing here. Because, but God sometimes pulls those things out. So when you have that connection with him and it's more clarified, he can tell you, Krista, that's not it. That's not, no, that's not me. And I'm like, this is amazing. So guys, Fasting and praying is key, okay? So this, through my journaling, um, I've wrote this. Um, the thing is, God, God will let you do what you wanna do. He's not gonna force you. And that's what I did. I was doing what I wanted to do. But when you totally surrender and you get on that other side of it, like, God, here I am, use me in my crazy hot mess because you guys know I am. He says, okay, now I can work with you. Now, when you've given your heart to me, I am finding I am. I'm doing all these devotions about being single and finding I am and you know all this stuff. And I'm like, this is awesome. It's a gift to be single right now. I am so honored to get that clear connection with God because he is my true love. He is what I need. So this is what God's word, God spoke to me because like I said, I've been journaling and I write this down and I'm not really poetic or anything. So don't, don't go by that. This is God's word. So, you know, you guys know we're having our ladies conference next. And so God's been speaking to us a lot about next when we name those, when we tie or, um, theme, the conferences, it's always not just, oh, let's do this. It's God speaking and God's speaking. And he's saying, don't wait another day in delaying. So if you got your phones out, type this in guys. Don't wait another day in delaying what he has for you. Quit interfering with his plan so that you can step in to his next. So you guys know what that means? Don't delay, nor grace. Stand up, nor grace. My sweet niece, her and Missy have been on my heart so much this morning. And that stupid devil, Missy, couldn't sing. And this baby girl has had a very rough morning, like usual. And she was over here raising those hands. I told Chris, I said, look at her. She's just worshiping. They all were. Did you guys hear the beautiful sound that was coming over with, with amongst the, the gushers and the trash and all we got going on over here, the toys? They were worshiping. And it was such a beautiful sound to me. And you guys... None of us know the morning that this sweet baby girl has had, but Nora, God is going to heal you because you are giving, you're giving your life to him. When you worship, you're saying, God, I love you. God, I want your healing. I know, God, you can work through me. And Nora, you keep saying that every day you wake out of bed when you can't walk, you say, I am healed. Right, baby girl? That's what you're going to say. She is healed in the name of Jesus. We know that prayer is so powerful. No, you can sit down. She doesn't like to anybody to know stuff, but I just know that God's speaking. And Sarah, when you said she was having reform, like God wants to do something in that sweet baby. All of these kids, Lauren, um, Taylor, Braden, Hannah, Nolan, all you guys, anybody I missed, I, you guys know, Max, God wants to do something in you. It's your responsibility to help these babies grow in Christ. That's my responsibility. We carry that. And you guys messing around in your life, we ain't messing, who said that? We ain't messing around. Dwayne, I think, said that. We're not doing that, guys. We come to church because we want to honor God. That's the key. If you can learn to follow the voice of God and surrender and give your life to him, you can do unsearchable things in Jeremiah 33. This through my divorce, through all the craziness and relationships and stuff I've been, God always brings this to remembrance to me. And he did in my journaling last week, Jeremiah 33, three, 
says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. So I could have caused myself a lot of heartache, but unsearchable means you can't find it. But he says, I will show you great and unsearchable things. Write that down, Jeremiah 33, three, put it in your phones, kids. Jeremiah 33, three is saying, God's saying here, I, I will tell you things. Carissa, just trust me. I know you've maybe seen a little glimpse with that curtain coming back, but whoa, when it opens, we can see the glory of what God wants to do in your life so that you can, you know, as a result, help other people and, and, and they will turn to God because of your story, your witness in life. So God is saying, quit picking these things up that you already laid at his feet. He had to tell me that because there's so many things I'm like, but God, but you know, I always say that, but God, no, it's no more buts. It's okay. Yes. Yes, God. I want you, God. I'm going to totally surrender. So maybe you told yourself, which this is me, you're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough, man. You're such a dork. I owe every time the enemy after teaching the teens, I'm like, oh my gosh, Krista, you look like a moron. What is wrong with you? And then that one day they knew a word and I didn't even know a word. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Sorry, Becky. I forget. I'm so sorry. I forget. <laughs> She always tells me to slow down and I forget. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it just talk to God. It's the anointing. God, please bless Becky and <laughs> um, but but I mean, I, I I mean I'm classic, you know, you look like a man, you sounded like a moron, you did this, you did that. And then I told you the other day that text that I got somebody that I spoke at a church a few months ago, I still think, oh my gosh, why did I say it? That's how the devil torments you. He will torment your mind and he will let anything, just like a little sneaky snake, get in there and tell you anything to make you not fulfill the call of God in your life. So when pastor, to clarify, Dan, um, pastors, people are asking me if I'm engaged. This girl ain't engaged and I ain't gonna be for a while, just so you know. But pastor was talking about my engagement at another church. I went to speak at a church and, um, and I'm not saying anything. This is totally God because at that time, I totally felt like, man, it's gonna, I, you just can't. I don't know. I didn't even know how I did it. And I even said when I was there, God, I don't know about, like I said, I don't even know why you called me to preach, but I know that God's got me here and God gave me an awesome word for those people and he was speaking it into my life. So anyway, the pastor texted me the other day and said, like, the girls are still talking about the words that you spoke. And I was so humbled by that because the crazy two weeks I've had, I'm like, God, even the craziness, but see the Holy Spirit can just say, oh, that Krista, they, they can, they, the Holy Spirit will be like, can change words and, and work on people's hearts. Even though I don't maybe even know how stuff is that because I talk so fast and I have stuff isn't even in my notes. And, um, and um, anyway, but, but I know that God gave me a specific word for those women and I ended up, some things happened and I had to go by myself and, and the trip there and back and God just did so much. But it was so neat that she texted me and I thought, wow, that's cool. God, you used me. I'm like, God, you are opening doors that I've dreamed of, but only because I said yes. So guys, if you can't fully surrender to God and say yes, then you might as well, I'm serious. Like I, we say never give up, but if you're not gonna surrender to God, then what are you doing? You're not trusting him. You're not honoring him. Um, so I'm gonna say that again. Um, he, don't wait another day in delaying what he has for you. Quit interfering with his plan so that you can step into his next. Quit picking those things up already that you laid at his feet. And if you're not surrendering, it's hard to hear him. I know God has really like, man, things like you, I, I can't believe how much he actually speaks. Like a lot. If you're surrendering and all the scriptures and things he give me, I'm like, Christy will text me something or my friends or I'll see something, you know, on Instagram or something. And, then Sarah, and I'm like, that's just what I read. That's the devotion, that one, that girl I just read about. And I'm like, 
that God, you're speaking. Like you are speaking to me. I mean, imagine that if you pick your Bible up and read it, he actually speaks. I mean, seriously. So like, why don't we do it? Well, because life is just hard. Pastor, wouldn't you agree? 47 years, it's been tough, right? It's not always been some gravy train, right? I mean, you know, you haven't, you haven't ever had this good of a church family, right? <laughs> oh no, we love pastor. I'm just kidding. But the thing is, life is hard. It's not that it's been easy for him or for me or for you. Nobody's saying life is easy. It's, it's heartbreaking. It's painful and it hurts. And I would love to stand here and say, man, you surrender to God. Everything's going to go great for you. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that because it's not. And I'm not saying my life is going to be so, uh, what does Dr. Dan, you say, uh, plum peachy. My life is not going to be plum peachy. That's what he always says. Um, from now on, but surrendering to God, he can wrap his arms around you and he can love on you when you are going through that thing that nobody else, and maybe your spouse doesn't even know. God knows. He knows your hurts. He also knows where the enemy likes to target you. That's why you have to trust in him because we don't see the, the full curtain. We don't see it. Um, and so um, I, I just, I, I come to you today because I just really want you guys to get it. Like, I'm not up here because I'm anything great. I'm up here because God's called me to you. I don't like standing in front of you guys. I think I look like a big dork, but that's okay. God's called me, right? And he says, Carissa, these people need to hear what I'm speaking to you. And I love being around my friends that's fasting and praying. People that's been through a 40-day fast, man, because you can really glean from them. I mean, there's a lot of things. It's like, whoa, I love being around my church family. You guys are encouraging. And my people last week, me and Jamie and Carla, we're big ball bags. Trent, we got you. We're always like that. He hasn't been able to be here on Wednesday nights with his job. And then Lou and Trent teach on Sundays. And then the girls, we teach on Wednesday. Jamie come in and she was talking about some stuff she's going through. I'm like, that's what fasting does. And then I start crying. And then Carla's sitting over there trying. I'm like, we're all like just crying. And I'm like, this is so amazing. But I love the encouragement of my friends. And you have no clue when God speaks to you to send someone a text or send you some, you know, uh, quote or something that you found if God's speaking, do it because you don't know you could change someone's life because my friends and family, God has put people in my life to change my life. And so um, you keep saying, God, I'm crying out to you. God, I'm dying here. I hate this. Why this? Why that? Well, be sensitive to that. Maybe fast a meal. You can, everybody in here can fast a meal. Don't, don't, you're in church, so don't be lying. You can fast something. If you, you're, it's your health and you can't do food, you can fast a TV show. God knows we all can give TV up. You can give your phone up for a few hours. You can give something up for God because he gave his life for you and I. So that is the least we can do. And so I'm just asking you today, as you go home, surrender to God. Maybe it is a steak. I don't know. But I tell the kids, don't be giving up liver now. Nobody likes liver. I mean, some people like that gross stuff. But yeah, ew, Chuck, that's gross. Um, but like my mom loved that. I'm like, whoa, it's so gross. Um, but like, don't give stuff up that you're going to be hating. I mean, it's a sack. Yeah, Krispy Kreme, a whole, a whole dozen of them. Yeah. Like give up good things that you want because we want good. You can't expect great things to go on in your life if you can't give up the things that you love for God. I'm just saying, okay? And so anyway, um, I, um, I, next, we are going to sing a song. And guess what the song's called? Anybody guess what we've been learning about? Come on. What is it? Put God first. So I, we, Sarah and I, we're going to be brave today. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be jamming out with our kiddos today. But this song has been on repeat in my mind. Like, that's why she plays these songs, because we want it to be in our, in our spirits, in our minds, because we want to put God first. So we've been singing this song. So the ones that are brave are going to come up. We're going to sing that, and then I'll come back with you guys for just a minute, okay? Thank you for joining us today at At The Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us 
at DarleneSolidRock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table. You can also check us out at DarleneRoads.org. Also at WAWMinistries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At The Table with Darlene.